Welcome to the Rough Places into Level Ground podcast, where we'll be studying various scriptures and their application to our lives. And as we come to God's Word, He promises to lead us in ways we do not know, in paths that we have not known, and to turn our darkness into light and rough places into level ground. Welcome to today's study. I'm Jackie Burns, and I'll be your host. Hello and welcome to today's episode called The Kingdom of God. As we look to Luke, he tells us, Fear not, little flock, for it is your Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. Scripture tells us that Jesus came to establish his kingdom here on earth. But what does that mean? What is this kingdom and how do we get to it? How do we live in it and how can it change our lives? Before we begin, let's go to the Lord in prayer. Father, thank you for your word and the chance to study. Thank you for reaching to us in your guidance of our walking in your kingdom while on earth. All praise to you in Jesus' name. Amen. As always, God's word never leaves us without answer, without guidance, without his wisdom for our lives. So let's turn first to scripture and get a biblical understanding of what the kingdom of God is. Scripture tells us that the kingdom of God is when Christ rules in our hearts. Matthew seven twenty one says that the one who enters the kingdom is the one who does the will of God. Let's look deeper into the kingdom of God and what it would look like for us to embrace his kingdom here and now. In bringing us news of his kingdom, Jesus addresses our most basic need, which is survival. Jesus continues the theme in Genesis 3 when Adam and Eve were in the garden. Satan tempted them to use their will to secure more than all God gave them. They desired to be like gods, possessing more wisdom than God provided. They would take their lives into their own hands, despite God's will that they not eat the fruit from that one tree. They trusted in their own wisdom to meet their needs over God's wisdom for them. They sought more than God provided them. As they were tempted, their focus was not on God, and they lost sight of knowing that God provided them with all they needed. After eating the fruit from the one and only tree God directed them not to eat from, they immediately experienced fear, new shame, and would know death. Man's most basic need, the need for survival, was now to be known to him. Christ's answer to all the things we believe we need for survival is to tell us to seek the kingdom of God, the kingdom that our Father desires to give us. Let's turn now to Luke chapter 12, verses 22 through 34, and take a closer look at what this kingdom looks like. Here now is the word of our Lord. And he said to his disciples, 
Therefore, I tell you, do not be anxious about your life, what you will eat, nor about your body, what you will put on. For life is more than food, and the body more than clothing. Consider the ravens. They neither sow nor reap. They have neither storehouse nor barn, and yet God feeds them. Of how much more value are you than the birds? And which of you, by being anxious, can add a single hour to his span of life? If, then, you are not able to do as small a thing as that, why are you anxious about the rest? Consider the lilies, how they grow. They neither toil nor spin. Yet I tell you, even Solomon, in all his glory, was not arrayed like one of these. But if God so clothes the grass, which is alive in the field today, and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, how much more will he clothe you, O you of little faith? And do not seek what you are to eat, and what you are to drink, nor be worried, for all the nations of the world seek after these things, and your Father knows that you need them. Instead, seek his kingdom, and these things will be added to you. Fear not, little flock, for it is your Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. Sell your possessions and give to the needy. Provide yourselves with money bags that do not grow old, with a treasure in the heavens that does not fail, where no thief approaches and no moth destroys. For where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. Jesus begins by saying, Do not be anxious about your life, your food, clothing, your body. Life is more than these things. If you could free yourself of your anxiety, would you? If you could free yourself from all the stress and worry over trying to secure your future, which is ultimately not in your control, would you? God takes care of all, the grass, the lilies, the birds. And Jesus is saying, do not seek your food, drink, and worry. Seeking in this context refers to our focusing on things to the point of worry. When our focus and worry to obtain becomes primary and takes precedence over our focus on God, we find ourselves captive to anxiety. Jesus goes on to say, These are the things that the world seeks, but God knows what you need. In your anxiousness, you cannot add an hour to your life. So if you cannot do that little thing, why worry about anything else? In reality, all we think we possess on earth can be taken from us, but we have a treasure in heaven that can never be taken from us. Seek his kingdom, and all these things will be added to you. Jesus tells us that all will be added to us. We will have all we need, and we can trust that. He does not tell us that all we need will be given to us immediately. In fact, it may not be given to us during our time in this world. It may come later. He promises that it all will be added to us. 
Jesus did not have many of the things that we believe we need and strive for. For example, our world tells us that we are safe and equipped for survival when we have money, possessions, prestige, and power. Based on worldly standards, Jesus had none of these. But Christ tells us, as we trust in and walk in his kingdom, we look to God first, rather than our effort to secure more and more. We depend on and trust that our God will provide. As we put God's will first in our lives, keep our focus on him, trust and believe in his care for us. He sustains and provides for us through his grace, through all we do and through those around us. We come to find ourselves moving through our world and its circumstances, knowing that we are secure and we do not walk alone. This gives us a different perspective, one closer to that of Jesus. No matter what Christ went through on this earth, he never doubted his life and security were in the hands of the Father. As we too walk through our earthly lives in this way, we are free from thoughts of fearful self-preservation. We are not anxiously seeking to preserve our lives, striving for money, power, and material things, but we're living in thankful awareness and the freedom in our trust in God's provision. We cease striving for a future that ultimately we cannot control. How wonderful it would be to rest in this trust in God, to rest in his kingdom, to believe and walk in the freedom that we are totally cared for and secure in our God. In Acts 2, we are told of the early church and people living both in the way of God's kingdom while at the same time living in a dangerous world. They were not living trying to protect what belonged to them at any cost. They were a community choosing to help each other and live together. As they lived free of self-worry, they were able to live with one another in a self-giving way and in the freedom from fear and worry, striving to obtain, to control, and to defend. They were able to experience a world where security is love for each other and not protection from each other. We too can experience this as we first seek the kingdom of God and live our lives in the freedom of trusting our Lord to provide the security we need. Our needs, be they material or physical needs, may not be met as we believe they should be. In fact, Scripture tells us we will experience trials and suffering, but our God will provide for us a way through each of these trials. And ultimately, we can know that with Him, our lives are not only secure now, but through Jesus Christ, our lives are secure for eternity. We can live each day secure in the Father's hands. Our Father, who created us, knows each of us intimately and will provide for us just as we need. We have a Father whose timing is perfect in all he does for us, and a Father who is working every circumstance in our lives for our good. We can trust and live securely 
in the freedom of this knowledge, in the blessing of his kingdom, and in the love and care of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Fear not, little flock, for it is the Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. Thanks for joining us, and until next time, praise God and God bless.